Okay, so um, what kind of thoughts would you like to share with the larger group from that? Probably you don't need to reveal other people's deepest, darkest secrets um, in case those were shared. But it would be great because there's a lot of um, wisdom in everything that you just shared in understanding what was unskillful and understanding how skillful things came about. That's actually a factor of wisdom and it would be nice to share that in the wider group. Yeah, Janet. I think that in order to recognize an inner strength, you have to be able to be vulnerable. Mm. And um, there's a certain quality of exposure that um, comes along with recognizing an inner, inner quality in your in oneself and in others. Mm. So um, that kind of came up for me. Mm. So that kind of openness, sort of vulnerability, yeah. vulnerability. Okay, so it's maybe an aspect of love in a sense. So well, that's yeah, yeah. That was what I t- actually talked about. Yeah, <laughs> love has so many dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. successes have been uh, uh, about uh, uh, humility or the lack thereof, or the lack of humility, of course, in the first one, um, and uh, yeah, a little bit, little bit more humility in the uh, success one. <laughs> so, uh, but just real quickly, you know, the, the first story was my, uh, you know, I was caretaker of my mom's finances, just got in a huge fight with my sister 10 years ago because, you know, I was in charge of mom's finances, and her problems didn't matter at all. And uh, I've, I've never been called that many days in a short period of time on a phone call before. So I thought, well, that must have been an unskillful moment, and it was. I think back on it. So, um, and then uh, uh, the humility one was just you know, dinner with uh, my wife and daughter the other week, where my wife said afterwards, "Well, thanks for dinner, and thanks for listening." You know, and I just yeah. said, didn't. I, haven't I always been. She said, "No, no. You sat there and you asked questions and." Yeah, you weren't telling us about what's going on in your life or anything. And I just thought, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so kind of an embarrassing, but, you know, but it's not in progress. So our, our awareness widens to include all the people around us also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kara, did you have one? Sure, I, I had an example that recently came up that hadn't come up in a while it was a consistent daily practice of mine to react this way but I like things to be tidy and orderly and uh, so it just came up yesterday where before we turn in for bed I live with a 12 year old boy my son uh, I like you know dishes to be out of the living room and the pillows and everything back where they were and we get ready for bed 
and it wasn't. And I noticed this reaction of, so what? What's the um, the unskillful is the blaming, or why isn't this being done? Um, the trying to control, the uh, self pity. There's frustration that it's not getting straightened up. But what I noticed quickly, even though my first was like, I need you to help me. I could sense it in the tightness in my voice, the delivery. And and then he was able, because we communicate, he's like, I'm feeling constricted when you're putting this on me. And so I'm like, okay, let's sit down and talk about it. But what was happening was um, I'm taking it again personal. Mm. Like for whatever reason that you choosing not to straighten up, is you're choosing not to listen to me or to help me, you know. And so I'm able to usually have acceptance around that and letting go of control. So that's where the wisdom sets in. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, my daughter and her husband for the last couple of years have had a real hard time with money. And a couple of years ago, I would have tried to control them and try to give them a lot of good advice and the last couple of years what I've done is just come, come from my heart mm. and um, you know support them and support our family and, um, yeah it was much more skillful and they're doing great now oh, good. thank God I didn't say all the terrible things I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to invite that if anybody has any questions about this topic, because this, um, this session is our introduction to Wise View, and then we'll have a month to practice. And as, as we're continuing, I'm going to invite that Susan and I would maybe both respond to what you're saying. Yeah. Eve, did you have something? I was just going to piggyback a little bit on this theme of... Um, it's kind of wise speech, too, but it's, it's a... It's, um, um, being able, to, being able to, I think the quality is being able to be patient and also um, allow what's happening around without feeling that I have to interject my point of view all the time, mm-hmm. especially with my kids. Um, and, and it turns out that it's a, it's, a, it's a very helpful quality because most often it's not requested. <laughs> I'd say... <laughs> 99% of the time that's not requested. And so I've become more skillful in noticing that. That yeah. nobody's asking me. Right. And so You have to have that understanding asking, of the situation. If they're, if they're yeah. not asking me, it really is not that necessary. And it's really just something that then I have to observe and notice and deal with whatever feelings come up around that for myself. And um, and. And I think that you asked sort of what was the quality that, that's helping bring that about is I have much more, um, uh, through experience, I have much more faith in them, mm-hmm. you know, that they'll find their way, that um, it really isn't, it, it isn't really incumbent on me to share every little bit of, um, I can't really even call it wisdom, but... Um, yeah. um, but you'd like to. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm just appreciating that um, burgeoning capacity. Thank you. Leanne? Part of our working with right you in that so that we're going to notice, look at, you know, stop and reflect maybe at the end of the day or something, going, okay, that was skillful, or this is unskillful, 
and then maybe um, like something like, okay, how was it? Was it a generous op option that made it skillful, or was it a version of grief that made it unskillful? Is that the kind of thing that maybe would be? Yeah, I mean, in actually having you describe actions, I've kind of jumped us into the action steps of the path of wise speech, wise action, and wise livelihood. But those come out of the understanding that there is a skillful direction to go and an unskillful direction to go. So that that base understanding is informing. And then, yeah, the hope is by the end. In fact, you've beautifully introduced that the path is not just linear, <laughs> um, where we start at number one and <laughs> get to number eight. I, I sure hope I don't have to finish number one before I can go on because, you know, so um, we actually work them all together. And it's kind of a spiral effect. So, you know, we do get to the point where we look back and we can say, oh, you're right. Now, now that I have a different, now I have a different understanding. You know, now I have a deeper understanding having practiced for a while and then our understanding changes. And because our understanding changes, we know that we need to act and practice differently. And then we do that and then the, our understanding changes again. It's a cycle. Did you want to add anything to that? Well, that brings no. up a question for me. You have a question, um, okay. Which is, I don't know if you need to start with the right view, because I think some, if you're doing, doing the steps, and some of the steps, they all kind of work together, that the right view kind of evolves. I mean, it's kind of what you're saying. It, it broadens, evolves, that insight starts to develop, some per, you know, perspective starts to develop around mm -hmm. seeing patterns within myself mm -hmm. that... Uh, I said, oh, wow, I didn't know, I, you know. So I much of this is discovery. And all yeah. of a sudden I'm seeing kind yeah. of how much I've been contributing towards that issue or problem. Yeah. yeah. I think with the path it's pretty much start anywhere, and they'll all come eventually. But as a group we have to start somewhere, so we started with number one. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for pointing that out. That's an important point. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's okay. So the flip side is it's not a random order. Um, <laughs> the sense is—I'll answer that from how I have seen it in my experience—is that where you're going to go depends a lot on which way you're facing when you start. Um, we can correct later, but the orient—the view is almost like an orientation. We're facing this way or we're facing this way. And then we start walking and you know, that effect. And then we, we see, oh, maybe I want to be a little bit more that way. But there's a sense that we start with some degree of wisdom, actually. Some, and people say, well, I'm not wise. That's why I'm on this path. Why? How can we start with wisdom at the beginning? But there's a sense that this orientation or this view that we bring is then going to affect how we do the next set of steps, which is about our ethical conduct, and then the next set of steps, which is about our meditative and inner development. And then um, we cycle back. But the, the view comes first. There's even a discourse that repeats the phrase, wise view comes first, because it's the foundation, it's the direction that we're starting to walk from. Yeah. Did you want to add anything? Um, I would just say... If we don't really know if, if we're not really clear about how what is really 
of great value to us in our life, if we don't really um, feel that, you know, um, really feeling deeply happy and contented is is the most important thing to me. If we don't start with that um, that view, then why why show up? <laughs> why this this practice is um, it does ask something of us, doesn't it? For our time and our attention and our effort, and um, sometimes it's not easy. So um, we don't have a fairly clear idea of what, why we're doing this. Bother. <laughs> well, just to respond to what you were saying, I mean that takes faith in in in, in the mm-hmm. belief that that when you start this process, that you look at it. You look at the Four Noble Truths, which I think most of us probably have read, and I've read, read maybe reread many times, and it, and it looks good, it sounds good, but in terms of doing, getting engaged in doing the practice, what that practice does, it brings up all the shit mm-hmm. that that consists that which con- my life consists of, and then I begin to see it, mm-hmm. and to do it in such a way where I'm not blaming myself or judging myself or judging, you know. Because one of the thoughts that's come up for me is conditioning. You know, kind of who I am is is, is in a large part, it, you know, a lot of conditioning, and it's going on in our culture, in our world, and how I respond to that, how I see it, how I relate to it, is is in part how I experience and how I relate and see myself. And so as I begin, um, you know, as, as sort of like the my awareness starts to kind of see things in a, in a, in a larger and a broader light, then, like was, what was mentioned was earlier, was this, this um, well, let me, let me stop here because I have, one of the things that I notice about myself is that I have this tendency to want to pontificate. And here I am just realizing I'm going in that direction and I need to not do that. You know? So, um, let me just stop there and stay with whatever it was that I said. Okay. Thank you. And what you said was, was beautiful too. Well, then I'd like to suggest that we have another short sitting together, and then I'll offer a few um, kind of logistical things at the end, just so you know what's going to happen over the next month. <laughs>